Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, the Pot Brothers at Law with Blue and Joe Grande, your world's number one source for everything cannabis. Joe, what's happening on the show today? Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast all around the world. It's just great to have you there. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis and if you ever want to give us a call and say hello 800-420-1980 and uh, make sure you check out our instagram pages for daily news learn the script and so much more at cannabis talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law mark is at waslaw craig is at waslaw dog blue is at one christopher wright and i am at joe grande 52 and i just want to remind everybody if you're looking to grow any cannabis where do you need to head to mark Rocketseeds.com. That's right. Rocketseeds.com. <laughs> Check them out on Instagram as well at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is your trusted source for thousands of quality <laughs> cannabis seeds at a fair price. Head to rocketseeds.com. And maybe if Mark was a part of the show every once in a while, he would know these things. Oh, man. But there's nothing looking <laughs> like stupid when he looked at me like that. <gasps> uh, uh, I mean, watch this. Uh, what uh, time uh, is it, Mark? Dime time. See that? See hey. how he knows that? Though? I mean, he knows when I say what time it is. Is, well, and he doesn't I... know when I say, well, if you want to grow cannabis, what do you want to use? Well, I don't grow cannabis. You wrote their whole fucking thing for this company, dog. <laughs> My brother You're, did. You got hired by My them. My brother wrote that. He, I do the criminal. He does transactional. Oh God, this is embarrassing. Okay. I mean, but hey, we give out rockets, by them. We give out rocket seeds every time we go to conventions and do our script challenge live. We have a whole box of rocket seeds that we give out because you can ship them. You can do whatever you want with seeds. Because there's no THC in them. Did you know that? Yes, I did. And that I do know. And this right here, you guys, is going to be a very special show because we have Kyle Kazan. Kazan just sounds so fancy about there. I just feel like it's Any relation class. to the Kazans of the movie industry? Absolutely not, but it's related to Shazam. Oh. Shazam, Kazan. <laughs> and he moves fast, folks, because I believe he was a two. Were you a two or a three in basketball? Or I wanted one. to be a five. Oh, yeah, but you could, didn't Nobody, have they, they kicked me out of that. So I was a one and a two. Oh, one and a two. Yeah. So therefore, he is very fast, you guys. Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands, a truly integrated operation fully out there from the greenhouse cultivation operations to the manufacturing practice from brand building to retailing. Every branch of Glasshouse Brands shares a common roots of respect for people, for the environment, and for every community they touch. Each step of the way, they inspire to discover energies that power their progress towards their vision of excellence and you guys they have outstanding cannabis products produced sustainably for the benefits of all find them online at glasshouse group or you can just literally put glasshousebrands.com or on instagram glass.house.farms on twitter at glasshousebr kyle it is a pleasure to have you on the show an la boy born and raised and doing very well out here uh, in Southern California with this brand. I want to touch 
all about the brand and your history. And as I pointed out, your basketball history, I find it intriguing that you played Division I college hoops at USC, correct? That's true. I mean, I wow. want to start there because <laughs> yes. there's nothing better than a good-looking white boy out there on the basketball court as the number one. I mean, you think of the Steve Nashes that are bringing the ball down, and then you think of Kazan. Kyle, bring it down. You know, only if the coach felt the same way you did. <laughs> only if the NBA scouts felt yeah. the same way as well, as well. That's all I'm saying. Like, if you remember my career, it means you ate your whole bucket of popcorn. <laughs> well, you know, me being a sports guy and being an L.A. guy, I do remember some of it and hearing some of it as I did some of the history and working with Petros and everybody else over there at 570, even though it was a UCLA station. But, you know, we covered all sports and watching that. So you're a legacy within the community here in Southern California and now a legacy in the cannabis community but let's start and go back the history of kyle i mean you to the beginning off, yeah you start off and it's real estate if i'm not mistaken that started your whole ventures or, or what was it for you so so after i was done uh, at usc now mind you seventh place in the pack 10 back then seventh place. hey three better than three <laughs> others <laughs> that's right uh seventh place we had six guards on the team three went to the nba now, you can guess which one of them wasn't. That's the one sitting here next to you on <laughs> Cannabis Talk. Right. But uh, we actually had some really good players on the team. One of the guys won the NBA Slam Dunk Contest twice. Who's that? A guy named Harold Miner. Harold, oh, yeah. Harold Miner. Back a little bit. Little What's, back. Yes. They called him Baby Jordan, didn't they? Well, look, Mark, look at you. Look I know, you man. That. I know. You may not have known his question, but you <laughs> I knew that. With that. I love that. Thank you, Kyle, for realizing <laughs> he didn't know the fucking whole <laughs> But I know that, Baby, that Jordan. Wrote, Baby Jordan. Baby Jordan. I know Harold Miner, around here. We, we got that down. So you graduate from there, and what happens So next? my wife's like, what, what, what's your, she was my girlfriend back then. What do you major in? I'm like, history. Because I got to <laughs> travel. I want to do business, but I'm. ADD, I like history. She's like, you're going to be a teacher. I'm like, there's no effing way I'm going to be a teacher. <laughs> so then after graduating, I was a teacher. She was <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> so I found out I would get an extra 75 bucks a day if I would go into South Central Los Angeles for hazard pay. So I'm like, 75 Jesus bucks, Christ. teach the same kid. I don't, I'm in. Kids are kids. That's kids, are, kids are kids. They called it hazard pay? They called it hazard pay. To go into where? South, South Central. Central. Wow. So I'm teaching down there right next to Jordan Downs Housing Projects, right now next to uh, L.A. Jordan High. April of 92, city went nuts. Blew up the city with the Rodney King riots. I'm right in the middle of it. And you mentioned for a second uh, white boy guy. On the basketball court, a little different. Also middle of South Central in a riot. Not place to be. Just a little. A little tough for you, I'm sure, back then, right? <laughs> Still You're like, guys, I'm here to help fight the power. I'm down with P.E. Let's go. That's right. I had my N.W.A. tape going. It was all good. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got to do is play a little public enemy N.W.A. And drove myself out of the hood quick. Yeah. Very quick, especially during that time. That's right. Man. So, so you're there. You're teaching. Then when does the real estate really get you? So about the time I started seeing my paycheck. And I said, okay, this is not working. Uh, this is not a long-term plan for vacations in Hawaii, things like that. So the early 90s, we were having all kinds of problems with the economy. So I took a seminar and I started buying foreclosed apartments or first houses, then apartments. And it was basically buy this, fix it, sell it. And slowly I built up a nice little portfolio. I doubled my salary and actually, according to my wife, took a safer job and became a police officer. So, well, the white guy becomes the cop now from the teacher yeah. to the cop. Hey, yeah. guys, remember me? Hey, is that you, Mr. Kazan? <laughs> Officer Kazan now. <laughs> Where so, did this happen? So uh, that was 1994. I, I left and I became a police officer. I'd never touched a gun. Up in, I show up and they're like, what's your favorite gun? I'm like, duck hunt. So... So they taught me, you know, they gave me a gun. They taught me how to shoot. And, uh, you know, I was 27, so a little older at the time. How long? How, was it six months? Eight months? Six months of being a training, police officer. Training, oh, training, training. Six that. months at the academy, about two freeway exits from, the, from right. here in the Orange County Sheriff's, and then uh, seven months of uh, having a field training officer and all that. So it was like over a year of, of training. And so many people got washed out. They were like crazy about, no, you're not the right guy. You're not the right, per you know, right person. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I made it through, you know, the salmon upstream and I doubled my salary. And by then now I'm, uh, you know, I own a little bit more real estate and I'm working graveyard. And most of the problems at the apartment buildings that I was buying, because I would always buy distress, were, you know, a gang took it over. 
or people are all on drugs or both. Then you get the double. You want the double. Right. And so right. I would just, like I'm sitting to you, I would just go sit down with them and talk. And, like, look, I could, I was trained. I could go, oh, you're, you know, Mark, I know you're a Rolling 60s gang member because it's tattooed on your head. <laughs> That's an easy call. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a genius, we know. but I can see. But there's a 60 on your forehead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I would basically just sit and just say, listen, I don't have a problem with you. You don't have a problem with me. We're, all, we're good guys. Let me just put some money in your hand. Why don't you do what you do somewhere else? And I'll do what I do here, and we'll all be good. And that worked almost all the time because wow. really? I wasn't scared to just go sit in someone's living room sure. and just have a talk. And so then uh, a hedge fund guy who was a family friend came and said, hey, what's, you know, to my dad, what's your son doing? He's like, oh, he's buying these apartments all over the place. <laughs> and so he was like, well, I just got done advising George Soros. Didn't know who the heck that was. And the Eastern Bloc, which just fell. I'd like to do something. Maybe we could do something together. And so I said, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And we started buying big apartment complexes starting in Southern California, first in the South Bay of LA, then it was Orange County, then it was Texas, then it was China, then it was Germany. And so we pretty much blew that up pretty well. And I started a management company after five years on the on the job just to, so I could pay my mortgage and my wife wouldn't kick me out of the house. So right. I, had, I had a job. And that little company started with 250 units. Today has over 10,000 units wow, under management. that's amazing. It's just like a boring blocking and tackling business. When I say boring, it's the one that when someone calls because their heater's not working or the toilet's clogged or whatever, and the family has COVID, our people go in there and fix it and, and handle it. So they're right. really brave, a lot of people. Sure. But because of all the, those investments, um, I was able to make money for people. And so when I had this crazy idea about why don't we invest in cannabis? Right. And, and when was were, that? What year was this? So I was looking heavily in 2014. I was going to Denver a lot. For some reason, right. I found myself in Denver. Because you're probably buying weed, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they did go legal first. They right? did go Denver, legal so first, and I was buying weed. You guys are right on point. We're not cops, but we're, we're pretty good. You know what I mean? <laughs> little, little inside secret about uh, policing. You only catch the dumb ones. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Oh, we represent them, son. Yeah. <laughs> well, he really I, I, does, too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so we tried to make it work in Colorado, so trying to find an opportunity, but the lawyers said they don't want outside of Colorado money, and now you're going to get into gray. And I was like, mm. you know, this is federally illegal, mm. and who knew where it was going to go? So I said, I'm going to go back to Cali. It's where I'm from. It's where weed is from. Let's do it there. And so uh, 2015, 16 is where we started just putting our toe into the water. And I was able, just on the goodwill of making money in the past and being honest, people were willing to take a, a chance. And that's, that's literally what started this. And in 2015, did you actually come up with Glasshouse brand's name or what was the first process? Well, and it wasn't even here yet in terms of adult use. In 2015, Correct. that didn't come until, well, it started 2016, they voted, and then, as you know, everything. So that's what I want to get into. So you, so you made this decision mm. to get into it before it actually went adult use legal. Mm -hmm. It was yes. just it was just medicinal under the cooperatives and the, the you just the, had to have stuff. a hunch that it's going to become legal and you're going to put all these chips in there and it's a lot of money to be putting investing into something. So the thought process, yeah, how does that share go? that? So so we're so knock on wood, I've never lost money in any of my real estate investments, not one so far in all these thirty years. Wow. And part yeah. of that is I get aggressive when everybody's scared, as you know Uncle Warren says. Uh, be brave when everyone else is scared. Be scared when everybody else is, is greedy. And so uh, whenever there's like a capital dislocation or people don't want to put money in, that's the time where I'm most interested. Like right now, worldwide in real estate, people can't put enough money into it. And that's the most dangerous time. And so when I looked at this, I was like, I've made a lot of money during those crazy times when everyone's scared, like 09, 10. And now I'm looking at this going, so it's federally legal. You can't get any banks. There's no investment banks. It's like, where are you going to go get money? Don't do it. Yeah. Well, my, <laughs> All the signs are there not to do it. Your wife's going to be like, what the hell are you thinking yeah. about? So that we had that conversation You've been smoking nightly. some weird shit, Kyle. <laughs> what are All you doing in yeah. Denver? <laughs> and, and, and the hard part was we'd actually built up a nice little thing together. And so we were living well. But I said, you know, I've been an outspoken legalizer since about 2007, and I was about ending the war on drugs. So using my participation in the drug war, where I was a drug warrior, and became, once I was in the system, I became disenchanted by the system. And 
So when I left, I just started doing business. But then I was asked, what do I think about the American drug war? And I go, it's a war on poor people. That's what that is. And so I basically still look, you guys can look across. You can see I'm so, still copish look. But I, so <laughs> I would go on as the counterpoint in the media on CNN, on Fox, things like that, and basically say, don't listen, to, don't let them scare you. It's total bullshit. It's this is this is not fair. It's the wrong thing. It's the wor second worst policy the United States ever had, right behind slavery. So, um, so what was interesting was that was what when I wanted to look into cannabis. Most of the people that were under the Prop 215 that you just described, Mark, they didn't want to talk to anybody that looked like this at all. Well, even right. looking like that, how would you deal <laughs> with it when you were a cop? I mean, did you? Because 2007, you're sitting there advocating for cannabis. Weren't you a cop around that time as well? No, I left in '99. So okay, I, so I was gone. So beforehand, you had to have some type of love for it, though, to be a, such an advocate in 2007. It's not like it just came overnight, or maybe it did. But my point is, how did you look at it when you were a police officer? You know, the interesting thing was they hired me and I admitted that I'd smoked smoke pot. So <laughs> I looked at it as not that big of a deal. It was just part of the culture here in California. And it was a stupid law. My focus was mainly methamphetamine. The city right. I worked in, there was, you know, people were tweaked out a lot. And so that was my main focus. Did I make a couple of pot arrests? I did. And they were like stupid stories where someone just kind of put it in my face. So they're one guy was driving down the street with a plant straight up, <laughs> and at a red light, I looked at when him. When cannabis goes bad, story. Yeah, and, and when it. I looked at him, and I looked at him, and he saluted me, and I'm like, you, you didn't even lay the plant down. <laughs> like, you could have laid the plant down. And instead, everybody at this signal is looking at me like I'm a complete buffoon. What are you going to do? And again, I only arrest the dumb ones, and you just came into my life. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't care if you smell like weed. Just don't yeah. come, don't come show me face. the weed. Don't show me the weed. Come on. Like, literally, I, if I had driven by and I saw it in there, I'd have been like, like, like you couldn't put a blanket or, but it wouldn't have been in my face and everybody else, and, right. you know, the, the mom with the <laughs> stroller, like pointing at me. What are you going to do about this? Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. So I it was, but I, I didn't really care that much about marijuana, but I'll, I'll tell you, you talk about 215. I voted for it. I'm a police officer. It passed. I knew nothing about it. And I see a guy riding down the street on a bicycle and he's got a big jar of weed. And it was like, at that time, that's like a felony amount. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I, I kind of point him like, hey, could you pull over? Uh, and I like talked to him like, what, what are you doing? He's like, skinny Israeli goes, I have bone cancer. This is the only thing that helps me. Yeah. I didn't know it was medicinal. Oh, I really? smoked it to get high. Right. I but but you were medicating. You didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. I was making myself that's better. Right. So... When he was talking to me, I just said, hey, man, you may be just snowing me. I don't even know. But most of this department would take you to jail right now. I'm not going to. I'm just asking you to, can you invest in a brown paper bag? <laughs> Treat or it a like backpack, <laughs> something. a backpack or something. Yeah, you know, I'm not asking you to put it in your pants or anything. This is not prison rules. I'm just saying don't put it out there because it forces, you know, people are going to call on you in this city. So, um, but they gave us no training whatsoever. <laughs> that I know. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's why 215 was such a shit show yeah. for all these brave people. Yep. That were that mm. were trying to actually provide medicine because later I did learn, you know, when my wife had cancer and I, all of a sudden I'm like, holy moly! I'm this sorry is to hear good. that. Is that what happened, huh? She's good. She's good. But well, uh, yeah, yeah. Update. In okay. 2000, she uh, she was diagnosed, and that's when I learned all about the medicinal aspect. So at 2000, that's when you start figuring it out. 2007, you become an advocate because of your wife's diagnosis. No, it, I was I was uh, when I had left the police department. I was just kind of done with the drug war. In fact, the last year of my career, I just. I was not into the drug war anymore. It was, you know, I had a close family member go to Betty Ford for prescription medica medication. And, and I became, you know, I, be I, I had relationships with my informants. And I all of a sudden went from this is just a drug addict to, you know, this is Bob. And Bob is texting. Well, actually not texting. Paging me. Pagers. Right. Yeah, there I know. Sorry, yep, sorry. Yep. Everybody in the, in the, the studio is like, what? what is that? I got one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Motorola two-way page. <laughs> yes, sir. And these weren't bad people. They were people that all I had to provide was jail, and they wanted help. And, I, and yeah. then I'm like going, wait a minute. I'm out here to try and help people, and all I'm doing is hurting this person. And so I, I basically, you know, my arrest stats went way, way down on drugs because I just said, this is stupid. And it's a waste of resources. And what was interesting is when that I had a good cop. One of the good Look ones. Look at that. And then I left. Right. <laughs> that's what happens. They leave. Man. Most good ones we've had on this show, that's exactly the same story. It is. Right? All of them. Every single one. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, you're just you're enforcing the laws the legislature puts on the books. It behooves us as a citizenry, even though Chuck Schumer doesn't seem to be listening, um, or Cory Booker, we need to change the game. It's terrible. And 
what was interesting, I joined Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, now their Law Enforcement Action Partnership, and it was all about ending the drug war. And so I would always speak at least twice a month, and I said, I don't want any payment. It's my penance for participating in the drug war. I want to educate people, and I want to talk to them. And, nice. and so what, what happened was the, the benefit of that was when I started looking at this as a business, people would take meetings with me because they could go to this crazy invention called YouTube, and they'd see that, hey, he's fighting for us. He's on the right side. And, um, and so people were willing to talk to me and then ultimately do business with me. And as you now become this big business, multi-state operating greenhouse brands, that comes about, is, is that clear in 2015? Is that when you said? No, so no what, what was that it can't first be. Company? Exactly. Can't be. What was the first company that led to this greenhouse brand? You know, we, we started AP Investment Fund, which was Anti-Prohibition Investment Fund. And we bought a, um, Roseanne Barr was funding a store that was going to be called Roseanne's Joint. Yeah. It ran out of money. She was about to foreclose. We bridged it. We opened it up and called it Bud and Bloom down in Santa Ana. Oh, I know oh. Bud and Bloom, yes. Yeah. And so we opened that up. That's you. Uh, that's <laughs> it's 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 me. Uh, I as a collective yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of smart people, of course. And um, I and met then, the one guy who has a kid's board. So it's not the guy. one guy who says name? it's his. That's it's that guy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm partners with that guy. Okay. Um, that th- guy's a little short guy, right? <laughs> Chris is that his name? What was the guy's name? That I, I remember meeting somebody from Bud and Bloom. Anyhow. Yeah, but um, there's a there's a great team down there, and so now it's Pharmacy Santa Ana. So we changed the name, um, and we bought a. Uh, I became a limited partner with four other people in a grow in Santa Barbara, and turned out that the general partner hadn't been t- wasn't totally straight with us all, yeah. and uh, the guys that were put the deal together that were our tenants were criminals. One guy uh, was a disbarred attorney who represented on YouTube that he was his name Mark. Yes. Wasserman? No, oh, not, yeah, not yeah, Wasserman. Yeah. It wasn't Craig, <laughs> was it? <laughs> My brother? <laughs> it was Mark, but it wasn't Wasserman. Wow. Um, and, and a disbarred attorney who on YouTube uh, said he represented, I didn't know you could represent disbarred, but uh, Suge Knight. <laughs> oh, Brother Suge. Okay. Brother, brother Suge. Um, and so it was, uh, so there was some untangling of that. And because of my past days of sitting down with people, that had some difficult backgrounds and you know we would just find ways to bridge and so I end up exiting them taking over the general partnership and that went into the first AP fund the, those two things wow and from then it was like people liked what we were doing and we we uh, partnered with some good folk and and from there it just built but that the first glass house uh, farms the, the jars there started coming out of that 150,000 square foot um, facility. And, and that we're, was- gonna, we're gonna hear where it's gone to and what it's become, cause it's huge. I can't wait for you guys to hear how many acres that they have out there. How many hundreds and thousands of acres that we're gonna describe to you when we come back. It's Cannabis Talk 101 all the way live with Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Can somebody pull out the flowers, please? Because we've got a date going on in here. Go ahead, Mark. Bring us back. (laughs) Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, your world source for number one cannabis. Whoa. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Mark. Your world source, huh? Your number one source. I've got got so so much going on in my head. Who are you telling? You know what? Let me tell you this. Viscous vape. The ultimate cannabis vape experience, Viscous is a premium vape brand born in Venice Beach, delivering the maximum potency you can expect from the Viscous brand. Live the ride with the most pleasant tasting ultra potent and super smooth cartridges on the market. The website is (laughs) viscous.live. So much on his mind and so much in his glasses because he can't even fucking read today either. The guy's a mess. We're all the way live with Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. Kyle, great story. Great uh, uh, hearing about your personal life as well. Thank you for being vulnerable to share about your wife with, with the cancer and this and, and the early 2000s. And then finding this, as you said, uh, later in, in, 20, in the 2000s of coming out with this brand. You said 2018, was it, that it, that it first started? So, so I would say the brand probably hit around 2017. Is 2017, we, but okay. but again, it was like, what do we call it? What it took some time to germinate and rocketseeds.com to germinate. <laughs> Great plug. <laughs> Thank you for reading the partners over there. You're hired, by the way. And you said that a lot better than he did. Now, now that process though to get licensed, right? Yeah. That that insane, crazy process that starts with having to get that city permit first. Talk about talk about the hurdles. Talk about the frustrations and how long that took. Yeah, to so go that. so uh, the general partner may be actually watching this. Um, he's a he's a cannabis lover. He said it was legal in Santa Barbara County. If if and if, and he was wrong because I called the, <laughs> the number two DA. Don't you in, love when in, people say no? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's legal here. Watch, yeah. smack a smoke a joint. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Uh, and so I called I called a friend of mine that was the number two DA in Santa Barbara County, and I said, "This is what I've been told." And he goes. Uh, do you remember you were a police officer, law enforcement, and how this worked? Did you buy stock and bridges as yeah. well? And I was like, okay. So we actually helped get it legalized okay. ourselves by hiring a lobbyist, working with the politicians, educating them. And uh, one of my co-founders, a guy named Graham Farrar, he was one of the founders of Sonos that you may have on your phone for music. Wow. So super smart guy, very popular in Santa Barbara. I hope you brought us some speakers. I'll tell you what, he's the guy. You buy the stock, he will help you. Thank you. Good idea. So, um, am I not allowed to say that, guys? No, please do. I love that We're brand. Good. That's a so, great brand. But, um, no, so it, it wasn't as easy as just putting an application. We actually had to help the county figure this out. And it was a real, real difficult uh time but we did it and it was also for the benefit of so many other growers because the flower market as far as like gerber daisies and stuff was getting absolutely crushed this brought new life into that region and also new tax dollars into santa barbara county and not only that you started off with that first grow that you said you partnered up with and now let us know how big is your cultivation right now so, so, and here's here's the thing, because later we're, we're, I'm hoping we're going to talk about cannabis prisoners, nonviolent cannabis prisoners serving ridiculous amounts of time. I don't want to forget that, because there's nobody you can name in the history of the earth that has been the tip of the spear, like I am, for a company that owns six million square feet of greenhouse for cultivation of cannabis. It's not all up and running yet, but we own it today, mm. and there has never been a larger cultivation footprint ever and i'm sitting here talking to you living my best life while 
people are rotting away in prison. Well, let's get them that, out and let, give them a well, job. Let's get to talking <laughs> you, about that. Employ all those but let's 100%. not overlook at that what you just yeah. heard, Mark. Six. Six. No, that's amazing. And that's what first comes to my head when you bring up the, the nonviolent offenders who are sitting there. And one of the things I've always said, why we won't see them released, what are you going to do with all these unemployed people? Well, cheese with six million debt to fill. You six got million lot. people. Like, oh, yeah. oh, growth. Let's get some Man. jobs. We need somebody to cut these things. We need somebody to Is help Is that the plan? So let me put it this way. <laughs> we would absolutely love that. Seriously, we would absolutely love it. We have, we are going to need tons of jobs. And by the way, you guys remember, everyone was talking about the Trump economy in 2019 and it was booming and all that. The number one job creator, the number one industry job creator in 2019 was cannabis, cannabis. 100%. But it's still federally illegal. And if you think if he did a real good job, he could have made it federally legal. And, And Joe and Mark, let me just bring up a name because it always helps to personalize an issue. When we talk about thousands of people, nobody, it's like, okay, thousands of people. Parker Coleman. He's about 35 years old. He has served 10 years in federal prison for a nonviolent cannabis offense. He has 50, five-year, five-zero to go. 50. Okay. What's How much did he have on him? Do you remember? Did you know this, that part? Far less than 6 million square feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what state? Well, you You're like, state? I got 6 million square feet of cannabis over S- here. South Carolina is where yeah. it was. But, he's, but it's federal. Right. So he's being housed in Texas. His mom and dad live in South Carolina. They sometimes fly down there, and they're on, they're on lockdown. These aren't rich people. She's a nurse, and he's a military veteran. I mean, by the way, does that sound any, any, any more American than that? Right. So, and, and, and I hate to bring up the racial disparity. Oh, no, we like I think you mentioned my race a couple of times through basketball. Yes. He's black. Of course. And so this whole thing is outrageous. So whenever I hear someone from Washington, D.C. talking about equity and all this, think about Parker Coleman. Think about him just trying to survive every day. Well, we are literally having a great time right now enjoying ourselves. And we should be able to do that. And Parker should be sitting right next to us working with us. So all this hype that you're talking about, Kyle, and I love it because yeah. I know there's something there. What are you doing about it? I know you got something up your sleeve. What's the plan? What's the motion? What are we doing to see? Because we always talk about the war on drugs. We always talk about the social injustice and Mark and I. When I first met Mark, I don't know if you're familiar with what Mark and Craig do, the Pop Brothers at Law with their script. Do you know? the script uh rocketseeds.com no close the script <laughs> mark share the script right now for other people that don't know it it's Can the script it's the only 25 words that you ever say to the cops when you get pulled over what do i say to a cop so here you could read i'll be the cop we actually we do this every friday live on our instagram and at our Good. performance seminars on stage with people pretending we're the cop we're pulling you over so i'm the cop i pull you over and i say hey what's that smell in your car why did you pull me over? Uh, you were speeding. Now, you got drugs in your car? Tell me if there's drugs. I'm not discussing my day. Are you going to give me a hard time? Just tell me where the drugs are. Maybe I'll let you go. I like this one, by the way. Am I being detained or am I free to go? Uh, you're being detained. Now, tell me where the drugs are and maybe I'll let you go. Mark, you should have been my partner, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I love this. I invoke the fifth. And then you shut the fuck That's up. That's it. You don't say that. Okay. That's what you, you do, just do. When the cops, after you so invoke the fifth, when they that, keep that pressing being you, said, you that, shut the fuck up. That's what Mark and Craig have been teaching everybody for a long time, and they got very viral. Thanks for paying attention over there, Kyle. You fucking rude. Bastard. <laughs> that being said, Mark, I told them for you. Don't worry. I got you back. I got, <laughs> Thank I got you very back. much. By, um, by the way, you should have known is, that. That is great. Literally, the police. You know, look, I'm an affable person. Yeah. I can talk to people. If, if you're being detained and being investigated, even though it doesn't feel like it, like, hey, if you didn't do anything wrong, well, just, tell, just, just let me look in your car. <laughs> you know, if you got nothing to hide, just let me do this. The bottom line is just politely, exactly. This That's is a it. great script. Thank you. And just don't talk to the police. Yeah, just be nice about it. So this is Fifth what they do. That being said, as I'm leading to what you guys are doing, we try and educate the cannabis community and the community in general, because that works for drink and drive, whatever it is that you're doing stupid, don't drink and drive. But if you are, this script works for everything and anything. And that being said, we always talk about, and when I first met Mark and Craig to the point of my story, I used to feel like it wouldn't work for me. I'm a minority. It wouldn't work for some of us in this room, like my brother Pitt and and Cash and and, and Cal. And, and you know what I mean? Some of us, we just look at each other getting like, Mark, bullshit. And me and Mark really had it out. And Craig, 
when he first told me this because I'm like, it doesn't work for us. And then the outcome was, well, it will. If the cop's going to beat your ass, it's going to beat your ass anyways, period. We got a better chance of getting you out of this altogether. So my point is, this is what, you know, we as a community, of course, the Pop Brothers at Law, they do it every Friday. Uh, you know, look at their IG uh, at pot underscore brothers underscore at under underscore law that is the script challenge and they give away great prizes for this as it stays the same you can find it on their website and everything else but what are you doing so i'm telling you what we do as well to educate the community i hear that passion about the story you're saying and i love to hear what you're doing about convicted prisoners with non-offensive cannabis so i'm gonna let me just follow up one thing you said everybody in this room and i see we've got a nice diverse population in here now for you know I never saw cops just lay into someone who said, Oh, well, I'm sure your boy my- Marcus has. <laughs> <laughs> and it's as Marcus who came with you. Thank you, Marcus. Take the fifth, Marcus. <laughs> um, Marcus, like, oh, I've seen a bunch of them. Look but, at this bruise right here. <laughs> but when someone said, I want my lawyer, or I take the fifth, that means it's shut down. Because if you go past that, you're now exposing yourself personally and the city to liability. So it's, it's dead serious. And so if you're just polite and just say, Look, I want to talk to my lawyer. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Fifth Amendment lawyer, those are the two buzzwords. And with all these Axiom body cameras, here in California, everybody has one. That's being, it's being filmed. So I would say- Except when they forget to turn it on. Except when it's not well, on. Well, there is that. <laughs> and that but, seems but, to but those are great too, but we get to comment on that. Like, oh, so, oh why wasn't it on? If you have what a problem- you so, so back to your other question, what I would tell you is I, you know, I was on the board of a cancer charity um, um, for a long time. And it's fantastic. And then when I met Weldon Angelos, who was a federal prisoner for cannabis, he has an incredible story. And I met him and I started to talk to him. And he has all kinds of, he was from the rap game. He actually got Snoop Dogg and um, one of the Koch brothers on a Zoom together. This is a talented human being. He's a good human being. And I said, Weldon, you are killing, you got people out of prison. How do we work together? And what he's not good at is raising money. He's great at the hard stuff. The stuff that I've been good at my whole career, whether it's in business or whether it's for charity, is to go out there and connect people. And so with all the rappers, friends that have come by my office just to meet me because of him, you know, I was just talking, you know, Big Mike's people just came on in here. and they were Advanced saying, Nutrients. Yeah, Advanced them. Nutrients. Yes. And he's like, hey, I want to talk to you because, I don't know, six million square feet and he has nutrients. Right. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, I see what you're thinking. Um, but I said, can we use your house for this summer? We would like to do uh, a big fundraiser. And I, there's going to be all kinds of rap talent there. And let's really do this right. And Glasshouse will be there. So I joined the board of Mission Green with Weldon. I said, I'm, this, this is my new passion. This is my charity. Uh, Glasshouse, Glasshouse Brands has given 25000 immediately to him, and we're going to help him raise a lot more money. And I personally am happy to go in. And I've said with Parker Coleman, who's my guy, if the judge says, hey, we need somebody that's going to guarantee a job and a place to live, even if my board of directors, which I know they would, they would do the right thing on this, but if they didn't, I said I'll do it personally. Because I still also own a real estate company. so There's jobs so somewhere, yeah. There is a job. He will be game Picking up a phone, doing something. 100%. We, this is the right thing to and, do. And I want to offer yes. our services, Kyle, to that board, meaning it, we want to be utilized as a platform to help any of these prisoners hear their story, help them express themselves yeah. using this platform as a therapeutic platform for them, too, to if they do come out and want to share their stories, we are here for that purpose as well, or anything else that you can think of. You know, we're heard in 240 countries. We're, we're, we're just advocates uh, and helping people as well. So if there's anything we can do, please don't hesitate to ask. So I'm going to ask, why don't you bring the studio out there to, to that day and meet with some of the folks, some of the rappers, Weldon. Where, where is this at and when? It's going to be at Big Mike's house because they you basically think he'll told have us yes. there. Well, considering that we just left his office earlier today, I think we can pull something like that up. And we, we, you know what we can do is we'll definitely work together in that. And we can definitely bring this to his house. And, and no matter what else we're doing, of course, we'll, 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 have a, we'll, have a, we'll have a blast. And maybe you can smoke on camera because that's one of my other pet peeves is, hey. Oh, we can. <laughs> so Mark and Craig, thank you for following them, by the way, Kyle. Um, they're lawyers that smoke on camera all the We're time the on Instagram. They're the first attorneys that smoke and teach everybody the rights. Way to do your research. Good job. Um, anyways, but you're really well off. So I, you know what I mean? Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Way to go, Marcus. Way to prep the guy, you fucking jerk. No, I'm just kidding. But, but Mark and Craig smoke weed all day, every day on Instagram, telling people their rights on how to do it, what to say to the police when they ask questions, and smoking in the right places because it's not just anywhere and everywhere you can smoke. It's 
where it's legal and having a medical card. For those who are wondering, well, how do they get away with it? You have to, A, have a medical card to be able to do it in the certain spots that you can do it. That's in California. In California, that is. So don't just sit here and think, oh, Mark and Craig smoke anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. They do, but legally they do it. Well, hold on. When, we, when, like when we travel to you other carry states. Weed with you. Uh, no. When oh, I pick, well, you know, we'll, we'll get it there, you know. But there are still states that it's that it's that we go to where you can't smoke in public, and it's it's a misdemeanor or an infraction. And I look up those laws because I like to know what the laws what law are you're breaking? when I'm going to break it exactly. for civil disobedience <laughs> purposes versus people who come to a oh I got busted I didn't know I didn't know I brought it on the plane what happened That's just crazy. One it's like you yeah. got to know the laws wherever you go and whenever you travel. True. But so, you know, like Harvey Milk said, come out to your friends. I think yeah. a lot of the politicians see people that smoke weed as Cheech and Chong and things like that. So yeah. I honor somebody with a JD that's publicly going to go ahead and do that and say, look, good people smoke cannabis, professionals smoke cannabis. I will tell you, people in hedge funds, people in the real estate, that they, people that you wouldn't expect to smoke on camera. Oh, yeah. say, yes. Normalize it, man. Normalize, Normalize it. it. Come, so out of the, it. come out of the green closet. That's what we call it right us. there, Kyle, the green closet. Come out of the we green keep closet. People and we tell them, look, don't be afraid to do this. It's perfectly normal. And, you know, you don't even have to be an advocate of it. That being said, I'm a huge advocate of it, but I don't smoke joints. I've been sober 23 plus years, complete abstinence, but I'm a big advocate of the plant for medical conditions. I use CBD, I use pins, I use all kinds of oils and treatments on my body for my medical issues, but there's other reasons to be a you know advocate to support this, and when you see people who go, oh, I don't like to smoke, we don't believe the hype and the propaganda, folks. No, there's a lot of medical benefit on there, and I want to talk about your scenario on what you guys are doing with all these acres and all these type of different SKUs on what you guys are looking at from the medical aspect. How do you guys treat that and look at that, Kyle? Because you have so much with the cultivation, the different brands, the manufacturings, the retails, deliveries, the lifestyle. What do you guys do to look into the R&D on the medical side of it? Or is that even something that you guys are touching on? 100% it is, 100%. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a brand called Mama Sue. And, and I've seen that. Sue Taylor and her family won a uh, dispensary up in Berkeley. And so when we met, I said, because MedMen, Harvest, everybody wanted to, to roll them in. And so what they failed to do was listen. And I said, Sue, what's your passion? She says, I love going to seniors and talking about the medicinal aspects. So I'm like, I said, I have three bulging discs from my lack of playing time at USC, but it was enough to do that. <laughs> uh, when I he got swatted. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bench. Those guys in the five. That practice fucking team is no joke. Have you ever shot layups in sports arena? Oh, it's not easy. Not easy. <laughs> so, I was a towel boy, though. <laughs> so, so basically, I, you know, I said, we have this really great strain called jellyfish. And what it is, it's about 20 to 1 CBD to THC. Mm. And it is absolutely fantastic. It gives you a body relaxation. And you, if you take it up, you take enough that you will get high, but you don't have to. You can take it during the day and just feel your endocannabinoid system gearing up a bit. So we really love that. And in fact, we, we were talking with Mike Tyson about doing something together. He has a, a strain called Toad. And I said, I said, guys, mix some of his toad with jellyfish and see how that feels. And he was like, and I can't imitate him, but he was like, <laughs> this is great. This is great. Hey, you did a good job. <laughs> no, that was not bad. That was but, not bad. It, but you know what? It really is And good. this is a CBD oil. I see that your products contain no heavy metals or pesticides and are non-GMO mm -mm. and are, are very good for you. And I see there's three different SKUs there on the Mama Sue uh, picture good. of the website. So 100%. I, I, I love that I've, I've checked out all that. And let's talk about some of the other SKUs that you have. I mean, I know it's obviously flour. How many different flour brands are you guys pushing out? So, so we have our main brand is Glasshouse Farms. And one of the things we're most proud of is uh, since the third quarter of last year, it's, it stayed between the number one and number four flour brand in the state of California, which is, as you know, the largest market in the world. And that's the category that sells the most is flour. So we've been able to hold that position by just providing very good cannabis for the right price you know we, we keep it uh uh what is it, that hitting at the stores that retail price it's depends. in the it's in the low 30s oh really the for the eighth yeah 30 bucks an eighth yeah. holy shit call, call, call it 33 34 probably and, and what's it um coming uh up as the uh thc level it Normal depends you know ballpark you know it depends sometimes it's in the 30s Wow. Uh, other times it's in the 20s do we have a jar here so i can smell some of this do we, we have do. any of can let me uh let me Cam, can you, is it right in front of me? And I'm just, my computer, oh, here's oh, right. there's one. Oh, Literally, it's right that. in front of me. Thank you. 
Okay, and this is the this is the Glasshouse Farms. I have garlic starship indica dominant. I have it smelled my. I have the same one. I open it up and it smelled like garlic. I'm like, it smells like garlic too. It does. Oh my goodness, this smells and mm. looks amazing. Nice little uh, little smaller buds, which is fine and good because it's better that way. When you can break them up, they feel nice and sticky, and they have great look and great nose. Mm, good looking product here. I love this. Thank you. Look at everyone going. Please don't take it, Joe. Please don't take it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we we may we may have brought par, uh, parting gifts for everybody. So, well, and then so so this is one brand. Uh, I see this garlic one. How many other different exactly. flower? This is the same garlic one here too. So so this is our main brand, and we work a lot of different strains through because today people don't want to hear the same hit over and over again. You know, we have super silver haze. People love it. We keep it going. Uh, we have. Um, a number of those standard, but you know we're we're getting tropic heat. We're getting just a number of great strains. Are you guys white labeling for anybody as well? You know we or sell you can't say we, it? we sell some wholesale. We tr we keep our best for ourselves, okay. and then we wholesale out the rest. And and as we get the the new farm up, we're talking to a lot of brands that right now are out there just trying to source and saying, why don't you kind of come find a home with us? And for those brands that are listening and may wow. want to do that, how do they get in contact with you guys? Just go to the website. Is there a direct person that somebody would be in contact with? And you know what? I'm looking to make my uh, brand a little bigger and better, and I love everything about what you're saying. Let me uh, try to partner with Glasshouse Brands. So I hope you guys bombard him because he doesn't know I'm going to say his email, but it's Eric, E-R-I-K, at glasshousegroup.com. So if nothing else, just say, hey, Eric, I've got a brand. It's in my head. I've been smoking. I want to do something. Just take up his day. I wrote that Keep down. Keep busy. I wrote that down because... Mark, put it on your story, too. Just put it on one of your stories on Instagram. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know... You're looking to start a brand I, called I, I know a brand that's been looking for a good farm to, you know, put the Pop Brothers at Law, shut the fuck up, pre-roll on. And, you know, we've been talking to people, and I think we need to talk to these people. He has been. Looking, he, he didn't realize you were a lawyer. So that's a good sign, right there. So it worries me because I didn't bring my lawyer. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I believe is your instruction. When lawyers ask questions yeah. as well, not a bad idea. Okay, so that's good. We see the flower. I see the CBD. And what else do we have with the brand partnership? Which you guys got? What's this, Jenny Lewis? So, so Jenny Lewis was a one-off deal. She's a musician. Graham also sits on the board of the Santa Barbara Bowl. So she was playing up there, and she said, hey, I really would like to do something with you. Rolling Stone is talking to me. I love cannabis. So we just put out um, some flour that she liked, put it under her song that she was dropping called Rabbit Hole, if I remember. It was a good song. And uh, Rolling Stone ran with it, and it was a good way f to get her press, to get us press. But it's not really our main brand. The, the celebrity that people would know is our Forbidden Flowers, which is Bella Thorne. Okay. So Bella's got, you know, uh, she was a Disney star. She is completely authentic. And when I say that, she really loves the flower. That's her deal. She loves flower grown with sun like, like us. And so, um, so she has done a phenomenal job. Working with her is tremendous. And she has a following of young females. And not a lot of people are trying to hit that demographic. And you mentioned you have locations with the pharmacy in Santa Ana. And are you guys also doing on-demand delivery? So right now we are looking at doing DTC statewide, but we have a we have a dispensary called the Pottery in Los Angeles. Oh yes, of I don't course. know if you know that one's a really great place. Uh, we also have the Pharmacy Santa Barbara, so we're up there, and we have the Pharmacy Berkeley. So I love the Pottery. You guys remember when it, awesome. right when it first opened? I actually was in there. Working with some cats over there. Who was I talking? Was it a little to? guy again? No, it was the big heavy, set, the bigger heavy set dude. Uh, the pottery. I want to even tell you his name because I loved him so much. Aaron Kazara. Kuzara. Was it Kyle Kazan? No. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, Aaron A A R Aaron K, K U Z A R A. The pottery. Anyhow, I have to look. And Alex and Oliver over there. Alex, the yeah. Pottery. Alex is still there. Yeah, Alex. And Oliver. Oliver's still there. Is he? Okay, yeah. So Aaron was a company that they also brought on to oversee those ones, and also when Bud and Bloom. You got he was over. He was one of those companies that you guys used to help everybody else. So I dealt with him, Alex, and Oliver. And I was actually back in the day when I retired from the radio. I was doing actually cannabis processing. So I helped with set you guys up with the processing that you oh. guys were using back then. Joe, hey, you got a great memory. I love that you took the notes. But yeah, those are some good people, Oliver. You know. They're, they're still killing it. Yeah, so when you mentioned the pottery, I'm like, wait a minute. I know folks from the pottery that I dealt with. Yeah, and I helped, helped uh, set you guys up over there. And not only that, the brands there, the cultivation, the manufacturing. Where are you guys doing the manufacturing out of? So we do that in northern Santa Barbara in a city called Lompoc. 
And so we have a 22,000-square-foot facility. And so we have a concentrate brand called Field. It's one of the OG brands that a lot of people really like. And so if you, you know, I was talking earlier, those that like to dab. Yeah, that's me. Live resin, live rosin. Yeah. I'm a rosin guy. Oh, yeah. Um, And Field does a great job. And what you, for those that sort of want to do both, there's a really nice product right there. It's a Field and a Glasshouse Farms collab. And they're infused pre-rolls. Nice. And so... If you really want that high THC kick and really, I mean, it's dragons, it's not the easiest sometimes because it's got that resin and it's really nice, but it's fantastic. And so hope you'll enjoy that. I will. And is there any other <laughs> products that we're missing that we didn't talk about that you guys do have? Any edibles yet? So we're in some conversations right now, nothing to announce, but I'd say something will be announceable and not too distant future. All right. Well, I can't wait for people to get in contact with Eric over there at Glasshouse. And when we come back, we want to do the high five with you. We're sitting down with Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law, your world's number one source for everything cannabis. Welcome back. Hey, and this show doesn't go down without the help of a lot of people, so let me thank. We even had more names today, thanks to Jen. Oh, that's right. Well, let's see if I can get it right. I want to thank everybody who helps at Cannabis Talk 101. Jen, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Irtiza, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Gabrielle, Trevon, Jamie, Heather, Connor, Pitt, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, and Elvis. Elvis. Thank you guys very much. And right now, it's my favorite time of the show, the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. Joe, take it away. The High Five is brought to you by, you know what time it is. Dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industry has been a leading trusted source of clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premier food-grade stainless steel, glass ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. As Mark takes a hit of the 1,000-milligram cartridge, they are amazing. Right, Mark? 
There he goes. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or check them out on Instagram at dime.industries. And now it's time for the high five with our guy, Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. It's been a pleasure talking with you, hearing your story, Kyle. Everything is so impressive. It's just uh, a big shout out to Marcus, man, for, for making this happen because uh, he, he really gassed you up and, and gave him a lot of great insight and research and looking at everything you guys do and everything with your history. It's been a real pleasure so far. So thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you very much, Marcus. Appreciate you, brother. Question number one of the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis? And where did you get it from, Kyle? Okay, so some of these are going to be the most ridiculous answers you've ever heard, including this one, because I was somewhere between 14 and 15. It was neighbors, and I asked my dad if it was okay if I could go over and smoke. What did you do? Right, right. Remember the guy you said, <laughs> why, did they, why did they tell the cops? <laughs> and you know what my dad said? I appreciate you asking. Go for it. Shut up. Cool dad. Child of the 60s. There you go. You know what's funny? Is I probably great. would do the same thing, I think. I well, we know like, my brother did yeah. <laughs> with his kids. Yeah, exactly. Not a bad thing. Go ahead. All right. Question number two of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five with Kyle Kazan. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Okay. So I know that I'm breaking stereotypes here in a lot of ways, right? From the basketball to the, all the other stuff we were talking about. If you ask my favorite, if it's my last day on earth, how am I going to use? I'm going to dab. Yes. Dab. There you know go. I'm, I'm the wrong I'm, I'm with you. I'm too old. I'm too old to be dabbing. Oh, but I'm old. you? <laughs> I'm 54. Now that you are, you said that. I, I didn't think you're okay. 54. I'm 49. Mm. Mark's 52. I'm 52, two, and I'm right dabbing there. away. I'm the old man here. <laughs> wow. You got us by a couple years. I didn't realize that. Two years older than Mark. You know what's great about that? You don't look older than Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Question number three of the high five with Mr. Dabber himself, Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. I'm sure he's dabbing with some Glasshouse Brands over there doing his thing. Craziest place you ever use cannabis. Okay, so I got asked this before on the way down. They're like, don't say that. Just don't say it. So I'm going to say it. The truth will set you free. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. So, and, and he's sitting there like, no, don't, please don't. And it was in the backseat of a car. I was up in Berkeley trying to cut a deal, and they go, here are the, some of the investors. I'm like, all right. They're going to the Golden State Warriors finals game against the, the Cavs. I'm like, I, ha I have a ticket. I'm going to that too. And so I'm sitting there with like a lawyer, a doctor, and you know the stereotypes we've been talking about. And all of a sudden, here comes a fatty, and I'm like, we're driving with this. What are we going to do? <laughs> I got to go over I the Bay it? Bridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving. I'm in the back seat, but we're in a car, and, and I'm like, this is really not. <laughs> oh, it's great. This is so good. And so, yeah, the craziest place was basically doing a business deal in a moving car <laughs> as a retired cop, feeling a little bit uncomfortable but loving every second of it. I love it. That's a great That's scenario a great story. story because, like you said, you know the fucking consequences. And it's crazy because, granted, though, it is the Bay Area. It is Berkeley. Your only drive is through Berkeley, a little bit of Oakland, to get on the 880 <laughs> to cross the bridge. Not supposed to smoke so in a moving car. I know, but my point, is, my point is Kyle weighed out his options going, I'm right here in Berkeley. I'm going to cross <laughs> Oakland. I'm, it, my, and I know the But it was Democrats. fast, too. I'm from the Bay Area, right? So I know exactly where you have to go to get to where you have to go. And you're just going to jump on 880. I almost thought this was, if it was recently, you have to come over the bridge to go to the new place. But if it was back in the day when it was in Oakland, Oracle, still, Oracle you're just going down the street. And ain't nobody busting nobody <laughs> in those areas for smoking joints for the last 20 years. Plus, I have pot brothers and their rule. In <laughs> I ain't talking. My point is, I used to go to Flint's in Oakland right there on a, and smoke joints all day, every day. So you can smoke weed there, especially you're on Telegraph. Come on. But, you know, it is still a crazy scenario if it did happen. Go ahead. All right. Question number four of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. Kyle, what is your go-to munchies after you get high? Yeah, so I'm older now, so I can't just eat anything. I'm, on, I'm in ketosis. <laughs> I'm inter intermittent fasting. I'm trying to live my best, longest life. And so I stay off sugar and eat sugar. It's anything sugar. And once it starts, it's <laughs> anything goes. If there's M&Ms, I become, I become a sugar burglar in my own home. And I blame my wife for having this because she knows. Don't if put I this shit in the house. Yes. Are have you, you been there? Do you have it on tape? Oh, do I, it's my life as well. I mean, I used to be 350 pounds, for God's sakes. Don't put it around me. I want to eat it. 100%. I know the feeling. You ever just had sugar? 
and just poured it in your mouth. So we haven't gone that <laughs> level yet, but we're not far. I don't know why when you said that, it took me back to my drug days in the Philippines. Well, you like it just took you, me back. You, there you used to no do. Food. You used to do the I cool Kool Aid. You'd pour the Kool Aid in your mouth and sugar it. Uh. I never. I was a fat boy, but I never did that little fat. Trick. That is a very fat kid trick, and I like it. But I never did it. But I like it. I did sniff a lot of things in my time. But question number five of the high five with Kyle Kazan, the founder of Glasshouse Brands. Make sure you check them out on. Online, glasshousegroup.com of course are on instagram glass.house.farms check them out on twitter at glasshousebr if you could smoke cannabis kyle with anyone dead or alive who would it be and why okay so another controversial answer because they're like what the hell are you talking about i'm like look you're gonna give me anybody you're gonna give me anybody look i'm going with jesus Okay. You know, it's funny. It's not that controversy in my book, but uh, we, we just Has heard anybody one the other ever day. said Jesus? We've, We've had Jesus. We've had we some just Jesus. heard one the other day that was a controversial one, and that was Hitler. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> with Hitler. But you know what? If was it baby Hitler and you could kill him? He didn't call it a baby. Was the theory, yeah, he didn't call it a theory. And he, he was a br- owner, I forget the brand, whatever, but mm. he said he'd want to change his mind and pick his brain about different things. But so my point is, Jesus, I think, is a wonderful one because. Well, you know, I'm half Jewish half Christian, so I want to kind of figure out, what are we doing here, Jesus? Are we a carpenter or are we the Messiah? Which one are Are you a wayward Jew or are you the new guy? What are we doing here, Jesus? Well, happy Hanukkah, too, by the way, to both of my Jewish brothers. Well, thank you. Thank You're a day you. late, but not yeah. a dollar short. Exactly. Well, you guys over. are, so that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here hanging out, always having a good time. I think Jesus is a wonderful answer. Let's just ask your real and deep interpretation of why. You know, I think at the end of the day, um, there's been so much. I've been lucky enough to kind of travel the world and seeing him in different churches and everything else. I just have a bit of a wonderment to understand more about what is, you know, Christ-like. I want to, I would love to meet the man and be, if nothing else, I'll come out better. Well, you know, to give you some props, you feel very spiritual in your walk and everything I've been hearing. And even from your cop days to you going into these hoods and sitting down and talking because in my opinion, that's the way you get to the bottom of anything. If I always look at people, if yeah. you can come talk to me and my boys when I grew up and it's me and hanging out with guys that look like this right here, you know what I'm saying, but minority people anyways, and if you can come up and talk to us, we go and listen and we're going to make things happen right and correct. So my point is hearing you say some shit like that makes me go, Kyle's a real shooter, you know what I mean, and, and a straight solid dude. And on top of going back to even giving props to your boy Marcus, Marcus gave me, he's a straight shooter, Joe, he's a real dude, and blah, blah. So everything that comes from you, from different people, and from the words that are coming out of your mouth, I I see that Christ-like walk in you, brother, and I appreciate that. Wow. And and I don't just say that to just say that. I'm saying that because I've heard it from people and see how, from the stories that you share, you're a genuine dude. I wish nothing but the best for Glasshouse Brands. It doesn't look like it's going anywhere except blowing up, and I want to be a part of it. And, and as a show, Cannabis Talk 101, we want to help people like you that are doing the right things. And if I could borrow 50 bucks, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll loan you 50 if you buy $50 worth of our stock. It's oh, in. It's <laughs> all good. You know Matter of fact, so you guys publicly traded? We, and here's the thing. When I was a police officer, for when I was a teacher on the teacher's lounge, all the teachers were talking about, I'm going to invest in this dot com. I'm going to get rich. And they don't. And then when I was a police officer, we'd all be around the hoods over by Dunkin' Donuts, and we'd be talking. That's and random. Don't be going to invest in Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we <laughs> all buy donuts. Why not? <laughs> it would have been the place to put it. But they bought stuff out in Victorville at the wrong time. And so what I've said is, look, the cannabis industry, even if it's not Glasshouse Brands, but if it's any one of these other stocks, the big... The big investment banks are not in this. Goldman Sachs is not. The quant traders are not in this. You actually have a chance. And like Warren Buffett holds an annual meeting, I said to the team, I'm like, why don't we hold an uh, an annual meeting? Any shareholder, right now our, our stock is trading under $5 for less than 5 bucks. You can own a share. Come on out to Glasshouse Fest. And by the way, if you're a shareholder, call bullshit on me, on our CFO. What's I, the... Uh... The IP for that, yeah. So... Um, so our, if you go in and, and do G-L-A-S-F, that is our, our ticker. You can buy us on the OTC through like a Schwab account. Um, and, you know, we're super excited about it. I've not sold one penny 
of my investment and I have, I was one of the largest investors. In fact, I was the largest investor going into the SPAC thing. So I have millions of my own dollars in this. And so if this doesn't work, my wife is going to just beat the crap out of me. So it well, has to. It, it, it looks, has to. It looks like it was. it's working. The brand's out there. Jennifer, who works with us, when she knew you guys were coming in, she goes, they have great products. She's a heavy connoisseur, and she's like, their products is great. And that's without, like I said, I hear from other people, not just hearing from you. I'm giving you your props because people are talking great about you. And that's one thing that I want our audience to know. I'm not getting paid for this just to, to gas him and give you the extra props that you deserve because you have a great website and you're doing all these things and you're helping out, you know, convicted prisoners with cannabis. And, you know, you're, you already have the personal story of your wife having, you know, cancer in 2000 and then pushing forward and God willing, she's doing great and stays great. But you're doing the due diligence, brother, and I really, truly appreciate that from Thank the bottom you. of my heart. Thank you, Joe. No, that, that's sincere. Is there anything yeah. else that we forgot to bring up or that you want to mention before we let you go? Yeah, look, if, if, if there's something that you think is a great idea, anybody out there watching, and I know you have a ton of listeners, so I'm opening myself up. If you go to my Twitter at Kyle Kazan and you shoot me, you, you know, you shoot me something on Twitter, I'm always reading that myself, and I'm always looking for good ideas. So if someone has an X idea and they can win, let me know personally. I'd love to hear it. Well, we will. I know we're going to have to talk about it with Mark, and there's other people that I might be throwing at you guys as well that we know different people that, you know, we, we like to throw people to people that we can trust and feel that we can trust and feel like this seems like the right relationship. So I'm looking to create this OG Kobe brand for my boy Kobe, K-O-B-I-E. R.I.P., my brother. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If nobody else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone.